0: Welcome to the Rural Woman Podcast, a platform for women in agriculture, ranching, homesteading, and more to share their stories. I'm your host, Caitlin Dubin. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. We are kicking off 2022 with Jan and Erin Johnson. The mother-daughter duo have been working together on a winding entrepreneurial journey for over 20 years. They are the founders of Trailblazer Co., a lifestyle and business hub for enterprising rural women, and Trailblazer Magazine, a quarterly print publication that celebrates and showcases the lifestyle and businesses of resilient, gutsy rural women across North America. I don't think I could have picked a better duo to kick off the new year on the Rural Women podcast. I'm so excited for you guys to get to hear our conversation, and I hope you take as much out of it as I got from hosting these wonderful women on the show. Before we get to Jan and Erin's interview, let's go over this week's listener review. This week's listener review comes from C. Lopez via Apple Podcast, and this five-star rating and review is titled, Guilt-Free Farm Girl Listening. The broad spectrum of female farmers and rancher interviews allows room for all philosophies and methods. I've learned so much and without the inherent judgment accompanying so many agricultural podcasts these days. While our small farm aspires to be sustainable and heritage farming and animal husbandry, I find it helpful to know what commercial farmers are doing. I've stopped apologizing to others for my methods since listening and have increased my general grit. It has opened my eyes to opportunities for farming animals that I would otherwise never considered. Its lively and well-formatted presentation keeps me interested while weaving, spinning, and slogging. About doing other chores on the farm. Well, thank you so much for your kind rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. And my friends, if you have been enjoying the show, I would encourage you to leave a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to the Rural Woman Podcast. And if you didn't know and you are a Spotify user, Spotify is now allowing listeners to leave a star rating over on their platform. So if you would be so kind on Spotify to leave me a wonderful star rating, I would really appreciate that. And it just so happens that C, the wonderful listener who left that great review, has also recently become one of the handful of new patrons that I have received over our holiday break. So I want to take a minute to say hello and welcome to Becky, Michelle, C, Justine, and Beverly. Thank you all so much for joining me over on Patreon. This helps me create and produce this show each and every week while supporting the Rural Woman podcast team and getting the messages and the stories of women in agriculture out into the world. So if you would like to join this handful of amazing new patrons as well as the diehards that have been supporting this show I encourage you to head on over to patreon.com slash the Rural Woman Podcast and learn more about how you can support the stories of women in agriculture to be shared through this platform. I am so grateful for each and every one of you who has supported me and has continued to share the stories uh, through social media, through word of mouth, through all of these things and I am so excited for 2022 and what we are going to do here on this podcast and beyond. Without further ado, my friends, let's get to this week's episode with Erin and Jan Johnson. Erin and Jan, thank you so much for joining me here on the Rural Woman podcast today. I feel like I'm just having coffee with my girlfriends here.
1: <laughs> us too. We well,
2: true. Yeah. And thank you for having us. We're uh, we're excited to uh, talk with, with you today. Yeah. Especially in this capacity. I mean, we've 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 known each other for a little bit now, but it's just nice to chat in this way. So thank you for having us. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. For the listeners who are unfamiliar with you or maybe unfamiliar with you, each of you, introduce who you are and give a bit of your background.
2: Sure. <laughs> okay. You go first. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> my name is Erin. So we're a mother and daughter team, and we're co-founders of Trailblazer Co. And under that is Trailblazer Magazine, so a printed magazine dedicated to showcasing the lives, wisdom, and businesses of enterprising rural women across North America. We've got a thriving membership for rural women and their businesses. I'm a mom. I live with my partner uh, Jean and our almost four-year-old Luca. We all live together. Yeah. We've got eight. 80 chickens, too many ducks, and dogs and cats, but we live a happy life on the prairies uh, of Alberta.
1: Yeah. And so we haven't always done this. Our previous business was called Prairie Girl Outpost. And through that, we would uh, help women, we would build websites, we create marketing collateral, teach workshops, develop course materials. And so we've been working together for it's over 20 years now, which is kind of shocking. (laughs) I don't feel like I've, I've aged, but I, but my body does. (laughs) (laughs) And so we started working together when Aaron was just out of high school. So, you know, Aaron's whole working career, although we have done income generating things on the side um, as we've gone through our business transitions. And you know, I was a single mom raising my kids. I was a life skills coach teaching workshops. So I've always been focused on helping people figure out what they want to do with their lives. And I think we're still doing that in the different capacity now. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. We just we're lucky that we work together in a capacity that really allows each of us to be using our best skills and our best passions that collide into a business that is is going great and that we can
1: still keep creating with each other and for other women. So. Yeah, and that's at the bottom of everything we do. Is that yeah. word creating? I tend to be the writer, not tend to be. I'm the writer. Erin designs, but the ideas like we we're such lifelong learners constantly on the lookout constantly on the prowl for what's going on and and how does that make sense and how can we translate that into something for our clients so creativity is at the heart of everything that we do so that was probably
2: your longest <laughs> intro ever there you go Kaylin. <laughs> checked <laughs> off the next
0: three questions <laughs> and Jan, i don't even think you said your name <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you just said it, so there we go. I'm Jan. I'm the mom. You're the mom. But it's so funny because...
0: I I Mm -hmm. feel like we've been connected for all of this time. So I know you and you two just work so well together and you just feed off of one another and your ideas and your creativity. And honestly, I think you two should just host a workshop or write a book or something about how families can work together in this Mm -hmm. capacity in such a way, because I think you two do it so beautifully.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It, it might look seamless on the surface. There's there's always, you know, I think we came on to a, a Zoom call with you one time just off of a, a hot fight. And uh, so there's always no, that. We call to, it a
2: creative tension There fight. we go.
1: <laughs> there's creativity again. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but but like any relationship, like ours has <clears throat> taken a lot of work. It, Like in the beginning, when we first started working together as mother and daughter, I was 18. Yeah. and you know, it, it took a lot of years for us to find the balance between our mother and daughter relationship versus business partners and when to turn one off and when to turn, when to turn one on. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, we're very lucky to be working together and that we have that creative synergy and that connection we finish each other's sentences like we're very blessed completely blessed
1: yeah i want to say that too we're playing games over christmas and people hate it when we get on the same team because (laughs) it's almost like literal telepathy you know the guessing games and the word games and we are killer partners on (laughs) a team like we clean up pretty good (laughs) So let that secret out of the bag. If you're going to play games with us, don't put us on the same team.
0: I want to be on that team. It sounds like the winning team. (laughs) So what inspired you to start Trailblazer Co. and Trailblazer Magazine? Like you said, you were in a business before Prairie Girl Outpost where you were helping rural women, you know, plan their businesses and be successful in their businesses. How did you pivot and go in this direction?
2: I'll go first. For me, it's kind of an aha moment that, you know, looking back over the past year of how did we get to where we are? And I think, so we've always worked with women entrepreneurs, women who had a passion to do something bigger with their lives, to have more meaning, use their natural skills and talents. And so we've always worked with women entrepreneurs in that capacity, like Jan mentioned earlier, websites and branding, Consulting, but it's only in the last six or seven years that we started incorporating the word trailblazer. And so to us, the word trailblazer became the epitome of who we wanted to be and who, who the type of woman that we wanted to work with. And so the last six, seven years, like Trailblazer, like we've we've developed business courses, we had Facebook groups, we developed a creative writing process. So everything kind of fell under this brand Trailblazer. And to be honest, we worked with it for for, for five years or so. And we kind of got tired of the word and what we were doing with it just wasn't working. It didn't feel right. So we took a break from
1: it. Yeah. And, and then, and then trying to figure out Well, what the heck do we do? Yeah, how are we going to package? Because our business is based on a collaboration of our skills. And I mentioned writing and design, but we're also very forward-looking and looking at what's going on in the world. And so Trailblazer Co., the whole brand, is about as powerful, I think, for women that we're working with as it is for us. And that, to me, the bottom line is wanting to take my knowledge, my ideas, my experience and take it and see how far I can go what what we can create how how big could we get which means how many women will we impact and we want to bring every woman who's working with us and associating collaborating along for that ride how big can you go how how can you make what you're doing successful so I think that that is at the bottom of it in that we're learning as we go. We're we we take more risks as we go, and so that's part of you know the resilience and the grit. We've we've had some really tough times through business. We know other women have too, but we're taking that as all good fodder to take with us as we go forward. So, so yeah. on the
2: heels of, you know, the pandemic had just hit, and we were just getting ready. We had just launched um, our Instagram account. Which was, was known as the collective, which was just showcasing rural women across Canada originally. And so we just started profiling them. And on the heels of that, we thought, well, it's been our our long held dream to create a magazine but a coffee table magazine a collectible cuz that's what our bookshelf is full of collectible magazines beautiful photography so mm-hmm. that's where that word trailblazer came back to life we changed the spelling so that it yeah. And was then like it a was fresh, new again. <laughs> yeah, it was like a new baby. But but behind that word <laughs> to us is all that history and that hard work and that trial and error that we bring with it. So the magazine launched it's been we've been thrilled with its success and, and that's morphed into our membership and now the whole brand trailblazer co. So to us, I mean, short, long story short, it, it, it's a, it's a lifestyle and business hub for enterprising rural women, but it's about this whole community that's growing, that is so supportive and thriving. And it's, just so exciting to see where everyone's business is going to
1: go so yeah (laughs) yeah. and you know the idea of a magazine was written in what we call our create book I was looking at the date it's 11 years ago that if we ever could someday that we would create a beautiful magazine and so for it to pop its head up right when the pandemic was announced we weren't afraid of the idea and we just thought or of the risk of the risk that yeah. it just seemed like now is the perfect time. And that maybe seems contrary, but it was the perfect time. And uh, we love the fact that women still love that tangible flip the page kind of experience experience yeah. as opposed to digital. Cause I don't read digital magazines. It's just, I, I just can't even get into them. So we don't have plans to ever, release it side by side as a digital uh, magazine either. Right.
0: Well, and I think from all that you've said, digital just doesn't match up because we're talking about, you know, the women who have forged a trail for us before we ever came along to where you guys are now. A digital magazine doesn't seem like it will we'll have that uh, <laughs> kind of grit mm-hmm. that we need in our hand to flip that page and say, hell yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. exactly. And you can't cozy up with a cup of coffee and your laptop to have this immersive experience. <laughs> it's I mean,
0: not it's, just, no,
2: it's just not there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree. And Jan, I love that you shared with us about your Create book and that this idea was something that you thought of 11 years ago. Because I think it's important for people hearing this to know that you can have this dream and it doesn't need to happen right now if it doesn't work for you and your business and your life. Because I know there's a lot of people in whatever situation that they're in right now that have this big dream and they think, I want to do something, but you know I don't have the time or my kids are little or you know I have all of these other things it's okay to put something on the back burner and come back to it because I think you've had all of this life experience and this business experience from those 11 years that now have contributed to your success today. So, and you've, you've published five issues, correct? Yes. Yeah. Five (laughs) issues. And like you said, they are absolutely collector's pieces. They are beautiful and they The photos and the stories and everything, all of these things are going to be, you know, pieces that we as rural women can pass on to the next generation and say, these are the women that came before you. And we can share the stories of our grandmothers and their grandmothers before of all of the things that they've accomplished in rural settings, whether that's in Canada or the U.S. or wherever you expand to. I want to talk about some of the biggest challenges that you have faced over the past five issues? What have they been and what have been the lessons that you've learned from them?
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. That's really good. When we started, for us, it was just, do we have the skills to write it and design it and get it printed. And so the answer to that was, yes, we do, because we have published things before. So we got that. We we didn't think about the advertising too much. And it wasn't too long after that a mentor who had previously owned a magazine came along and wanted to mentor us just for the value of doing it. And we found out very quickly that we needed to hire sales reps because a magazine, and this is an expensive one to print, can put you in the hole very quickly on your print runs, you know, due to the cost of there's doing a, it. there's a saying that we had no idea even
2: existed, and it said, if you want to make a great profit, don't ever start a magazine.
1: <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> so we didn't yeah. know that one. <laughs> yeah. we we didn't like it, it truly is a miracle when we look back on on how much. Aaron and I did in a 6 week period to literally put it out like I I even though we know all those things now I don't know that we could do it on our own right now so it's just by some act of nature that we that were happens. able that I we know. were able to do it so there's so many different things um there's so much uh, coordinating in the background coordinating interviews and getting photo releases like all all of that stuff so we didn't really expect that yeah yeah and so that's been a real learning curve because that takes a lot of organization and we have we have Kim so it's yeah, a team of our virtual three assistant, yeah we have literally there's three of us who are
2: making each issue happen I think one thing we didn't expect is how soon each issue would come <laughs> we're still in shock about that uh, that it feels like we just put out our current issue and then okay, in two weeks, we're going to start designing the next one. Like that is a huge, that's what it feels like. It's a, it's a con, it's a pro and a con because we love the continual creation, the creativity. Okay. What elements will be in this issue and the new stories? However, that workload so often is huge.
1: Yeah. It's inescapable because it is on a timetable that is coming. And if life events come up that, push deadlines back then we're really scrambling so we're learning to like we're it's December now and we're booking our we've got our spring people lined up but summer fall and next winter and so that's what we're realizing is we really have to be ahead of the game uh, by a year yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah
2: I think for me my biggest challenge in the last year is trying to balance being a working from home mom and the huge workload that isn't going anywhere with the growing brand. I think that so often when we hear, oh, you work from home. Oh, that must be so nice. Like, yeah, it is really nice. There's a lot of amazing things that I get to be and see Luca all day long and see and be a part of that part of being a mother. But on the other hand, it's honestly, one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life, because it's a constant pull between being a mother and trying to show up as a good mother, and then also trying to show up as the other half of this business and get through workload. So we struggle with that on a weekly basis. Like when we first launched Trailblazer, we had full time. No, not for our first issue was our second Second issue, we had full time childcare for three, four five months. And that really helped us propel and yeah. grow really yeah. fast. But we've since had to scale down. And so now we're we're back to this game of trying like, OK, you take him. I'll work for an hour. OK, then I'll take him. You work for an hour and then still trying to give him unique experiences. And honestly, it, it's exhausting. It's exhausting sometimes. and yeah. it's stressful and it is so hard to every woman who works from home with small children like it it's very hard
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and both are the things that we do require different levels of concentration at times like for writing I can't sit down for 10 minutes like if I'm writing a feature article and then go away and do something and come back and let the dogs in and all that kind of stuff like I need periods of Like concentrated, focused time, and so finding those periods of time sometimes is really challenging too. And so we're we're constantly we're constantly shifting and balancing. And it honestly, like it, it feels like chaos sometimes. A little more
2: organized, but that's just it's just a stage of life and business right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and thank you for sharing that with us and.
0: I think it's really helpful to know that you're not alone in this because, you know, in the last two years, look at the world and where we live. It's no surprise that women have had to take on a lot more in terms of working their full time jobs without having that childcare, And for some people, that's been, you know their life on the farm, they have their kids and they're working outside and they're trying to balance all of these things. And Mm -hmm. though some people may do it better than others, maybe knowing that it's hard and just having that realization that we're not alone in this is comforting. And knowing that, you know, in this lifestyle, whether you are an entrepreneur in your own business or you're an entrepreneur on your own farm or ranch or your homestead, being a woman in the year 2022 is a balancing act and it is really difficult so thank you for sharing all of this and you know we've had the conversation of you're always constantly creating you're putting out something new for you it's it's a yearly magazine with quarterly issues on this side of the microphone, it's a weekly podcast where we're getting stories out there week after week. And it can be difficult to kind of sit in and celebrate what you've done because you're Mm. always creating. So now share with us some Mm -hmm. of the biggest wins that you've had that you want to sit in right now and brag about and share about with us all. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. See,
1: this is where tears come I to my eyes, and I'm going, oh, she's asking that. And this is. <laughs> so, that, you know, we have conversations with women who have been in the magazine telling us what it's done for themselves what it's done for their lives it's such a fulfilling thing to get the stories out there and to you know and to hear afterwards oh uh we had one gal um you know i just made my biggest sale ever in my business because somebody read you know my one pager about these hands of mine and and we so we we revel in The effect that the magazine is having and we get constantly, you guys are on my bucket list, you're on my vision board, I want to be in the magazine and we just love that this platform has given a voice and uh, an opportunity so we feel an opportunity for women to be seen to be heard. And that is so satisfying. So we look at the covers, you know, we have them on the shelf over there. And, like our babies. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, all these beautiful women, and it's just so gratifying. So that's been a huge win that this little idea, I mean, when we had the idea, we really didn't know what, what it would be. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, you know, we have photographers who are so graciously working with us, like it you know, the universe was smiling on us to put all this together. And we're and we're really grateful. So to me, that is one of the biggest wins. And here we are going into our sixth issue. And we're just really starting to ramp up and really get going. So hallelujah, we made it past, you know, that first year and a bit. <laughs> For me, it's actually hard
2: to stop and acknowledge the wins and actually in your intro in the beginning of this I kind of sat back and I'm like holy cow yeah like we we are doing this and it sounds so funny but I forget like I forget that we've published this incredible magazine that's gone international and I forget about like the community that we're building and I forget about how it could be impacting women's lives because I think like any of us, we're so in to our businesses and we're, whether that's, we live and breathe the passion, our passion for what we are creating and building. And I, I can't see any, there's no objectivity. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. Like when I hear other people say it, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. We do. This is cool. Like, but (laughs) honestly, I think, that's something that we could be a lot better at is like stopping and acknowledging our whims and our accomplishments. So that's a good question because uh-huh. it prompts that stillness and awareness and gratitude. So, but I mean, I'm the same as mom. I'm like, the messages that we get and how we're being told how beautifully we're acknowledging the lives and the challenges and the beauty and the resilience of rural women in their lives and through their businesses to me that's like that just makes makes our year because if that's how we get to show up using our skills is to share those stories and like i'm done (laughs)
1: that's amazing that's incredible and as creators there's always the next one and so I think the biggest challenge is we don't pause too much between the release of a magazine and then working towards the next one. And I, you know, probably if there was a little more pause to just acknowledge, but we thrive on the creative part. And so that's the carrot that's always out there is uh, we've got another one to create. So let's, you know, let's get moving on. And
2: with that comes pressure too. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Like, we don't want to disappoint with this issue. Like we need, it needs to be just as good as the last. And you know, so we're at that stage in growth where it's like, okay, we want to bring in something new, but there's kind of like that hesitancy because we don't want to lose ever the, the feel and basics of where we started. So that's, I mean, that's, what creativity is all about so yeah
1: and I think going from the premiere issue to the spring which was the next one last year we were scared that it wasn't going to be near as good as the first one so I think we've kind of crossed that hurdle and that we can produce a quality publication again and again and again and it's not just (laughs) chance (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stroke a <luck> lot there. <laughs> so I think because we've been in business together for so long, we know that that creative well doesn't dry up. And as long as Aaron and I are still focused with the vision of what we want to accomplish, you know, ideas just continue to flow. And it and it seems like people who could be part of the next step show up, like yourself, Caitlin. And we, we just okay, here's the next collab or partnership or whatnot. And it's just, it keeps growing itself forward. So I have one more little win, (laughs) a short
2: win, but a big win. And I do it. Share it. (laughs) (laughs) I think what's been so, oh, and I'm totally gonna cry. What's been so cool for us working together is that the success has allowed us to work with each other in a different capacity through success and joy and excitement over, wow, this is working because we have for 20
1: plus years. (laughs) We've had a lot of things that haven't worked out. Didn't work out. We're like stricken. Oh my God. Almost to the (laughs) the point where it's
2: like how we relate to each other is through stress and mean times. And so to be able to experience each other in business on this bright side. That's yeah. pretty
1: damn cool too. Yeah. And, and I would forget that. Yeah. And I'd say that to anyone out there who's gone through seasons, years, periods of time, where it just seems like the sun is never going to shine on you. Just keep, just keep showing up because, you know, you had mentioned earlier, we had the idea of the magazine 11 years ago. In my mind, I think that we were granted the next 11 years to be, become who we needed to become because we make decisions quickly now we know we trust ourselves we have more confidence and there's something about those years of grooming whether it's personally or professionally that has that gives you the fortitude
2: yeah, to to take on what yeah, we are taking on right now and made yeah. us who we
1: are today yeah, because totally you know we who else would have put a magazine out to print with the interviews and everything done in six weeks like it's just kind of crazy but those 11 years we built allowed for those six weeks yeah and all of that so I just want to say that to anyone you can get knocked around by life and just feel like holy crap is anything ever going to work out and I just like Hang on to that vision. Hang on to that dream, and and because you never know what
2: what you're doing right now, how that's gonna, how that's developing you, absolutely, to be
1: to be be doing that big dream that you have, that you might not even know you have right now. Yeah, and you might be just that woman (laughs) to take that dream forward, and you're the the best woman to do it. And so, hang on to that. It's good. Yeah, so good.
0: Oh. I'm misty over here now. Good job. (laughs) That's what we call it. We don't call them tears on the Rural Woman podcast. We're a little misty. So (laughs) Uh,
1: your mascara's running. I know. I can see my mascara (laughs) all
2: over. It doesn't matter.
1: You're good.
0: You're good. So ladies, what is next for you? I feel like this is a big question. What's next for Trailblazer and the collective, the magazine? What is next? What can we expect in 2022 and beyond?
2: Well, I love that question <laughs> because, you know, when we rebranded we or branded to Trailblazer Co., our, our slogan is a lifestyle and business hub for enterprising rural women. And to me, that, we like we love that slogan because there's so much room for us to grow into it. So what is next for Trailblazer Co? This year I think is it's going to be our best year yet. I mean, we're the magazine is going to keep growing and content will keep developing. So that like to me that's a it's our steady it's our steady creative pro- outlet for that. We're really excited about our membership and as our membership is growing, getting to know the needs of the rural women in there and how we can best serve them and how we can best support them. Mm-hmm. I think it's so exciting bringing together that community too and and bringing out such a collaborative nature for everyone. So I think to me that that is most exciting. I think what else is next is we're going to be thinking of ways for ongoing learning and experiences to bring rural women together. So we can't really say what that is, uh-huh. but we've got things brewing on how we can do that and also acknowledge the accomplishments of, of rural women across North
1: America. So. Yeah. And you know, we've got a, we were having a, a Facebook messenger conversation with a gal the other day and a, a phrase that she used is just really stuck in my mind that as businesses for herself and the other other women, that it's time to go from being established to booming. And that one just keeps resonating with me. And that is a real personal and business goal that I hold near and dear because I don't want to see uh, real owned businesses just limping along and just kind of making it I want to see them succeed and so we're looking at all the different ways through our master classes and collabs and brainstorm sessions and all the rest of that how we can shed more light How we can pinpoint everyone. what yeah. that boom point is for you yeah. and how can you get there. And so, you know, we're, we're taking that ride with you through our business because Erin and I don't hold anything back. And through the holidays have had time to really look at all the collateral that we have developed through the years, all the trailblazer type things. And we're just ready to like explode that and put that out there. Open and, the gates. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. flood flood our membership with some really effective and doable actions that they can take to go from that established to booming. So for me, for 2022, that's the phrase that's imprinted on my brain is how can we help as many women do that to go from established to booming? Yeah, that is so good. And that gets me so
0: freaking excited for not only you two, but for me too, because I'm a part of your membership. And I want to take a minute to brag on it because it is, (laughs) honestly, it is one of the most useful tools that I have had over the last few months of getting new ideas and connecting with new rural women. One of the events that you hold in Uh, your membership is called The Hive. And I have (laughs) told so many people about this and how useful it is. So from your point of view, explain what it is. And then I'll say what I've gotten out of it. Let's do it that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And I get goosebumps every time we talk about The Hive because it takes me right back to our very first one we did and the connectedness and like, the popping of ideas and synergies that happened in the intimate groups. So what the hive is, it's an online live dynamic brainstorm session with an intimate group of rural women. So there's usually five or six of us. Each woman comes to the table with a challenge that she has in her business. She lets us know what it is. And then each of us timed, have our opportunity or our chance to share through our experiences and wisdom what our solution would be to her challenge. And it is such a reciprocal, supportive, honest experience, it's just,
1: you can't get that feeling any or support anywhere else. Yeah, like, and I want to say we did not come up with the idea for it. We had joined a publishing association, association yeah. and we went to one ourselves and were completely blown away. And one of the things that I think is real magic about it is the woman whose turn it is for the focus the of feedback. the group, yeah. the feedback, she shuts her mic off, shuts her video off, so has complete privacy to ingest and write notes and take it all in and I just think that that's a really cool thing because those of us who are in the audience so to speak with our suggestions we're just really honest and there's such a a unique intimacy that develops and one of the things that I find really cool about it is we can be eight, because there's Aaron and myself and Kim, plus five women, we can like really not know each other at the beginning of the the hour and 90 minutes later, it's just like we we really give a shit for each other and we've given our best suggestions and we're just so excited. Invested. Invested in everyone's business. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... For us, that's that's what it is. (laughs) What is it for you?
0: (laughs) So for me, it's all of that and a bag of chips because I... (laughs) (laughs) I get to be on the receiving end and giving end of the suggestions of the wisdom of all of the things. So as of right now, we've been able to do two months of these. And in the beginning, you know, I can remember my first problem that I gave. And I can remember being really hesitant to give that problem because the women that I was sitting with wouldn't have had that problem yet. They haven't got there yet with the problem to that level. But for me, I thought of it as if I share what my problem is now, they can think of that in the future. So that can be a future problem for them. I want them to grow to that future problem. Some of the problems that came up within my first group, I felt so good being able to give those answers because five years ago, I would have had the same question. But I've had to learn. I've had to grow. I've had to struggle and I get to hopefully mitigate some of that struggle for them. And I think that's what we can do. We can acknowledge each other's problems or struggles regardless of what level they're at in their business and give them our personal experience. Because Aaron, like you said earlier, like you don't want to always continuously have to struggle and have to fight. You Want to get to a place where you can work from a place of accomplishment and joy yeah. and oh, have yeah. that. So, I think, regardless of whoever came up with this idea of you know, whatever industry it came from, I think it is absolutely so powerful. And I leave those meetings buzzing, which is you know, the <laughs> word play on the hive, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: that. Itself, you have so many other things within this membership that are so valuable and useful. But if I can be like your biggest fangirl ever, and anybody who's (laughs) listening, if you have a business or you're starting a business or you need to be surrounded by other like minded women in rural Canada or America, like this place is. A hub is a hotspot for women who are creative, who have drive, who have passion, and want to grow their businesses or their dreams. Like that, to me, it's it's worth its price in gold. And you have done so much in relatively a short amount of time. So I would like you two to sit in that right now <laughs> and uh, just acknowledge that <laughs> and accept that that you're going places, and it is. I'm I'm happy to be on the ride with you.
1: So oh, oh! Thank you so thank much. You. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we are so buzzed after it too. Like it's uh, kind of un unleashes. It's the something cr- primal. Yeah, like. <laughs> unleashes the kraken within. You know the fact that you get because not not often people are asking for advice on things. So when you can offer something based on your own experience that you have seen work and that maybe you could help a woman save a year or two or six months of banging her head against the wall to figure this out. But she could, she could get an answer to something quickly and then still have the support of that group to come back to again and again. Like what we would have loved to have had that for ourselves, how we would have, relished that and to be honest because a lot of times when we've got problems and challenges we don't share them with people we keep it a secret
2: or we don't feel that we can be vulnerable and honest about it so that's a beautiful thing too is that women are vulnerable and honest about what their challenge is so it just tears down the idea that we have to always be strong and we have to know it all because none of us do none of us do and so to experience that too Yeah.
1: yeah Yeah, because there's a stigma around that, you know, if you're, if you're enterprising and you're out there doing it, well, you, you can't know, you, make mistakes. You just have to Yeah, know you're just going to roll over the <laughs> no, challenges. Well, no way. you don't yeah. just roll over the challenges, you have to figure a way through above around or pivot or whatever that looks like. So for sure. My
0: last question for you both. And you each get to answer individually. Jan, you can even say your name before uh, you answer (laughs) individually. I think we know you by now. But (laughs) uh, what is the most rewarding part about sharing the stories and being an incredible rural woman?
1: Uh, You know what? (laughs) what
0: The collective sigh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) For me, for me, it's the interviews. So I do the writing. And so anyone that we feature or that I'm going to do a piece on, you know, they I, we send them questions ahead of time, they answer. I read them, we go through. And in my head now, I have this kind of knowing and understanding and I can look at flip through magazines and see this woman's face and that woman's face And I feel like I know her. And I just feel that that's a really privileged position to be in, that she let me into her life and shared things. And there's times where there's tears when we're talking about things that have happened or overcome or, you know, so it's a really, I'm gonna use the word sacred. It's a really sacred thing that I'm afforded the position to tell the story and share, share her story and watch that go out to the world and just feel that i that i had a, a part in there i was in the middle piece of translating it in a way cuz i mean every feature article is a thousand words so i have to pick and choose what i think when i get a, a sense of who she is and so i don't that's that's one of my really cool things is that i know a lot of things about a lot of women now and i just hold that in you know sacred space or trust or relish that that's just really cool to me so for me
2: it's the heart of what rural is like how freaking lucky are we that we get to wake up every day and we're immersed in this community of rural women and to me what does that mean that means women who are doing five or six different things while running farms and families and side hustles and full-time businesses. And they're such resilient, gutsy, incredible women. And we get to be in their company every day. And that this community that is surrounding what, you know, Trailblazer, it's that we, that we get to keep showing up for it and, and personally creating for it, but that it's so much bigger than just the two of us. And I think just that I, you know, we, we spent so many years working from home, feeling really isolated and alone and not really connected with anyone else besides ourselves. And now I just, I feel like, it's our extended family. Like, I just feel like we, there's this commonality. There's this connection just naturally you say rule and it's like, Oh yeah, I know what that is. I feel what that is. So for me, like it's that it's how we've just landed in this incredible landscape of women.
1: I just done. Yeah. (laughs) And for all the things that other women are gaining from it, I want everyone to know we're gaining the same things, the support, the connectivity yeah. the camaraderie the want to collaborate like all of it like we're not apart from that we're in it at the same time and so we get how good that can feel we just yeah. really do
0: oh, i just love you too i feel like you know i'm i'm the i'm the second sister in the in the johnson gals welcome,
2: welcome. yes <laughs>
0: for the listeners who would like to connect with you after the show tell us where they can find you online how they can be a part of the membership and where they can get their hands on your beautiful magazine
2: thank you yeah so we show up most often and most in the biggest way on Instagram that's our that's our place to be and our handle there is trailblazer co so spelt t-r-a-i-l-b-l-a-z-h-e-r we've put the little spin on it so trailblazer co and then also our website is trailblazerco.com and so On our website, you can find everything. We've got incredible resources from our blog, but you can read about all the benefits of our membership. Join there and as well, grab a single issue or a subscription to Trailblazer. It's available all year long. So that's where you can find us. We'd love to connect with everyone out there. So please come and introduce yourselves. (laughs)
0: yeah and just like a really shameless plug make sure you get your winter 2021 issue because you'll see this mug on there so
2: (laughs) (laughs) you betcha gorgeous photos and your your article oh my goodness
0: oh my goodness and I just want to take the minute here to thank you both for including me in that issue and it is such an honor and Jan like you said having that sacred space where we got to sit down and have our conversation, it's something that I will never forget. And it is super special. So thank you for doing that. And thank you both for creating this space in this community for women to come together and work together and where we're going to grow together and where we're going to bust through all of those barriers together. So thank you. Thank you so much
2: let's do it. Thank I you. just feel this year is just going to be incredible for everyone. So yes, thank you for having us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you. Really appreciate <laughs> it. You'll be back. I'm yeah. sure.
0: I just know <laughs> We'd it. We'd love
2: to. <laughs> if You'll have a.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Rural Woman Podcast. A special thanks to our Patreon executive producer, Sarah Reiner of Happiness by the Acre, and to my editor, Max Hofer. For show notes, head on over to wildrosefarmer.com. You can connect with me on social media using the handle at Farmer on all platforms. If you love the show, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts, plus share it with a friend. We'll see you next time.